This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Stormy Swan and Faith Church from Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit our website at faithchurchlubbock.com. Well, good evening. It's sure an honor to be here. Um, I'll say this, you know, for years I was on staff here at church and uh, I got to come here on every Wednesday night and I, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed that time, but I didn't realize how much I needed it until I took a job um, working outside of the church and man, Wednesdays just refresh you. Like, it's like, you know, you get Sunday, man, you're good to go Monday, Tuesday, and you just, the world beats you down a little bit. You come Wednesday and man, you're just, it's like, and then you come back here and you get refreshed, you get excited, man, you go into Thursday, Friday, gets you set for the weekend, man, it makes your week so much better. And so, man, I'm glad you guys are here with us. Uh, I believe the Lord's kind of instigated a really good word and I'm excited to hear this, but uh, we're gonna take up tithes and offerings first. And so um, if, you're, if you're giving tonight, there's a seat below and the seat back in front of you. Um, if you would go ahead and grab that, there are many ways to give, they'll be online, or they'll be up here and showing you kind of how to do that. But I wanna let you know, one of the best things that you can do is not only start a relationship with the Lord, but is to start to apply everything that the Lord has asked you to do. And I think it's amazing that when you start doing the little things, how it starts changing little things in your life. And it starts with a step, and another step, and another step, and it's almost like you come upon this brand new arena, this brand new area, and it's just amazing to see what God does. And so um, this morning, during my uh, devotion time, the Lord kind of took me into this scripture, and it was pretty amazing. I've been reading out of the Amplified Version, and so I'm gonna throw it up here on this screen. I want you to look at this, Proverbs chapter eight, verse 17, and I love the way that it says this out of the, uh, not only just out of the Proverbs, but out of the Amplified Version. And I do wanna do this real quick. If you did not bring your word tonight, didn't bring the word with you, and you want a Bible, I encourage you, please lift your hand up. I encourage you, getting in the word is one of the greatest things that you can do. And so as we're reading this, you can just lift your hand up. The ushers will serve you with that. So Proverbs 8, verse 17, it says, I love those who love me. Now, what a great statement it starts with. And then it says, and those who seek me early and diligently. See, that's one of the keys. We love that thought. I love those who love me, and those who seek me early and diligently shall find me. See, I love that statement because when you become diligent about something, nothing else is more important than you finding what you're seeking after. But listen to what goes on next, verse 18. It says, riches and honor are with me. With me. Well, the only way to get to me is to diligently seek me. And so he's stating this, riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness, uprightness in every area and relation and right standing with God. See, it's not about being perfect. It's not about knowing everything. It's about, not about having all the money in the world. He said simply, diligently seek me. I love the fact on my phone, I get an automatic update Anytime a deposit goes into my account, anytime, whether I transfer money, whether I put $10 in the account, I get an automatic update for on my phone. It texts me and says the deposit has gone in. And one of the best things about it is when my paycheck goes in or my wife's paycheck goes into our account, it notifies me. And the very next thing that I do is I click this little button that has the FC logo on it, the Faith Church Lubbock logo. I click it, it opens up our uh, app, 
And from there, I click give. It takes me directly into it. And the very next thing I do, automatically, the moment I get that first thought, is to honor God with it. See, and that's what it's the process that automatically, it doesn't give me time to say, oh, let me click on the Amazon. Oh, let me click on eBay. Oh, let me click the Dillard's app. Let me click Best Buy. It's automatic. The moment I see that, the first thing I do is to open up the church app and give right away because I wanna honor God and I diligently wanna seek after him because he teaches us riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. And it's not about getting wealth, but it's about being able to be a blessing to those who need to be blessed. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, so much for the blessed opportunity to be here. I thank you for those that give. I ask, Lord, that you would bless them, lead them, and guide them in all that they do, Father. Lord, we love you and we thank you, and we look to you for all that we have, all that we are, and we ask for your your guidance as we diligently seek you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, a couple quick reminders before we get into the message. Um, actually, if you want to go ahead and turn, Psalms 46 is where we're going to start. So if you have your phones, you can open it up, click it over there. If you have your Bibles, open up to Psalms 46. We're going to get there. But I'm going to remind you a couple things. Uh, this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, how many of you are excited about this Super Bowl? I hear a lot of Cowboys fans. That's why I get it. That's okay. So um, that's all right. I'm a Broncos fan. We were out before the season started. So we know that there's... Things like that. So this Sunday is Jersey Sunday. Even if your team's not in there, you come supporting that team, whatever it is. Even if you're not a football fan, wear a soccer jersey, wear a basketball uniform, something. Dig through the attic, find your old high school basketball uniform, put it on, come to church. Man, I'll high five you when I see you, absolutely. Jersey Sunday's this Sunday, so make sure you come enjoy that. Uh, Partnership, man, what a great way to join the church, be a part of it, find out the history of the church and understand what Faith Church Lubbock is all about. That's on Sunday, February 20th at 11 a.m. service. You can sign up online. Baptisms are coming up. One of the greatest things, one of my favorite times is to teach about baptisms and talk about it. It is one of the most life-changing moments in your life. I believe God has blessed me with five major life-changing moments. First was salvation. The second was baptism. Something amazing happens when when that takes place. And so I just encourage you, that's gonna be on February 27th. Uh, after the 11 a.m. service, sign up, and then we got the Mexico mission trips. All that information can be picked up at the information center. If you have questions about it, talk to one of those. Grab one of our staff members. They will help you with that. So, on to the message. Um, so, when I got asked, or when I was asked if I would speak tonight, um, I was like, yeah, absolutely, I'd love to. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I was blessed enough to be able to um, be asked to be a speaker again this year at the Men of Iron Conference. I'm excited about it. And uh, so I told Pastor Stormy, I said, I need to get a few reps in. I need to do something. So if you ever got a time that I can get uh, maybe an opportunity to speak, I would love to do it. And uh, so they called and they offered this. And I was like, sounds great. And I started going a certain direction. The Lord stopped me and said, whoa, that's not where I want you to go. I want you to stay on this idols. Because I got something I want to share with my children about some of the idols. See, a lot of times we think of these statues we think of this urn. We think of something that is like, oh, well, I don't worship those idols. But there's a lot of idols in our lives. And I think Pastor Stormy's done an incredible job of walking us through some of the idols that we didn't even know that were in this world that we've fo- possibly been following after. And so the Lord told me, he said, I want you to speak on this and I want you to teach and help people to understand something unique about an idol that we may not even know that we worship without knowing we're worshiping it. And so tonight's title is this, Idols, the Idol of Busyness. Busyness. 
And so um, if you want to go ahead and put that down, Psalms 46 is where we're going to start. As we get there, I want to read, or I want to pray. So if you would bow your heads again, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, so much for the, just the opportunity once again to come into your house, to freely come worship you. I thank you, Father, that it's these moments that just mean so much because it was a choice we made. Father, we could have done a lot of things, but Lord, we made a choice because we want to spend time with you. Because we know when we're in your presence, we're in the greatest presence ever. No matter what's going on, peace always overcomes chaos. And so, Lord, I thank you that this is a Genesis week, that this is a Genesis moment, then the chaos of my life, Lord, that you would bring peace. And so, Father, I ask for your blessing and peace upon tonight's message. I ask, Lord, that you would help me to speak it with simplicity and clarity. Father, giving me thoughts and ideas, things that I'd planned on not saying so that lives would be affected and know truly that this was meant for them. And not that only, but for me also, Lord. And so, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. Ask for your blessing and peace in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, in this life, we can get caught up in a lot of different things that take our vision away from God. And I think we can have great intentions and absolutely miss the mark. I think Peter was a great example of this. I think in, in Peter's life, he was always there for God. You know, he was, people are always like, oh, he was speaking before he thought, you know. He was, uh, as my son, we encourage him to uh, memorize the scripture, uh, slow to speak, quick to listen. He's got it backwards sometimes, you know. Some of us have that, uh, that gifting, we're gonna call it. And uh, that's one of the things that I think Peter does at times is, you know, he was quick to speak, cutting a guy's ear off. You know, first I'm gonna cut his ear off and then I'm gonna look back and go, shoot, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, it's one of those moments. But, you know, I think that in life, Sometimes we can react to things before we know what God really has for us in that moment. And I think we can turn a God's blessing into issues by having the wrong perspective. And I think that's what God wants us to understand tonight. Keeping his vision, keeping the eyes on him. And so we all need sometimes to take a moment to remember that God is in every moment. See, I think that we think, oh yeah, yeah, he was there on Sunday. Oh, he was there at that one time at that conference. Oh, he was here. No, God was everywhere, at every moment. In everything you've ever done, he was there. And I think we got an opportunity that we can slow back down and remember, oh, that's right. Even in this frustrating moment, I can still slow down and honor God. Psalms 46 verse seven says this. This is out of the NIV version. It says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So we gotta own that. The Lord Almighty is with us. It's not a question of, oh, I, God doesn't really like me right now, so he's not really with us. You know, there comes a moment in your child's life where, there's, where they make decisions where you love them, but you really don't like them. A lot of times that's in eighth grade for boys. You know, I'm not sure if they're gonna make it through that, but they get there and I think they make it through. We're, we're kind of on the tail end of it. Um, but I think God is not that same way. And I think we have to remember that. Remember, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bows and shatters the spears. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still 
and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. It's amazing how he ties that directly back in. To remind us, the Lord Almighty is with us. See, I think too many times we can get caught up in what's going on, the wars, the rumors, the issues, the different things, but God said this simple statement in verse 10. Be still. It's those two words. Be still and know that I am the Lord. See, you may know that he's the Lord, but do you know that he's the Lord? I think about different situations in my life. There's, um, you know, commercials sometimes coming to my mind about different things. There's a moment in every one of us where we finally realize what we're trying to get across. There's that Geico commercial where the little gecko's on the motorcycle and he's talking to that biker and he's like, you deserve savings. And he's like, I know, I know. And he's like, no, you deserve savings. He's like, I know. And then he says, you deserve savings. And he starts crying. He's like, I deserve savings. You know, it's one of those moments. It's like, it's that moment. See, I know that the Lord is always there. I know. But do you really know? See, because if you don't be still, you might miss that opportunity to see that the God is really there. See that he's with us. Be still and know that I am the Lord. I love this. Out of the message version, it says this. Attention all. See the marvels of God. He plants flowers and trees all over the earth, bans wars from pole to pole, breaks the weapons across his knee. Step out of traffic, take a long Loving look at me, your high God above politics, above everything. See, isn't it amazing how quickly we can get absorbed into everything that's going on around us instead of stepping out of traffic? What's it mean by traffic? That's the busyness of life. That's the things that are always going around us. We're all caught up in this. We're feeling this way. We're always doing this. And it's like this cloud of dust is all around us and we can't stop. He's saying, take a step out of traffic. Get out of the rat race. Get out of the busyness. Step back. Take a long, loving look at me. Man, that's just such an easy way to describe those things. You know, I think that there's moments in our lives where we come across something that helps us to remind. It's like tonight when we sing worship. We sing the praise and the worship songs. But it just reminds us how good God truly is. And I think that there's moments in our lives where songs like this that we sang tonight need to come back in. I'm no longer a slave. I'm no longer a fear is gonna drive me. It's no longer gonna happen. I'm gonna trust that the Lord has a plan and purpose for this moment. There's a song that uh, George Strait wrote in 2008, or that he sang. I don't know if he wrote it, so I better correct that. But he had a hit song that a lot of times I find myself singing quietly to myself because I wanna be a blessing to those around me. That's why I don't sing it out loud. But it helps me to remember some things. And so I'm gonna read it to you because it sounds good just reading it. Sounds real good when you hear it, but it's, I'll let George Strait be the one to sing it. 
But he says this, he says, just walk down the street to the coffee shop. Had to take a break. I've been by her side for 18 hours straight. Saw a flower growing in the middle of the sidewalk, pushing up through the concrete like it was planted right there for me to see. The flashing lights, the honking horn, all seemed to fade away. In the shadow of the hospital at 508, I saw God today. I've been to church, I've read the book, I know he's here, but I don't look near as often as I should. Yeah, I know I should. His fingerprints are everywhere. I just look down to stop and stare, open my eyes, and then I swear, I saw God today. Now, I sing it really well in my head, just so you know. It is pitch perfect. The problem is my voice and head don't match up at times, but I find myself reminding myself, I saw God today. I saw God today. And I have to slow back down and say, you know, I've been to church. I've done all those things that that song just said. But do I slow down enough that in this moment, I can say I saw God today? See, this song is a good reminder to us that sometimes we need to slow down and just enjoy the moment. There are so many scriptures that remind us of the goodness of God. And one of the best things is that when we apply those thoughts, we realize and recognize who God is. Remember verse 11 said, the Lord Almighty is with us and the God of Jacob is our fortress. He is with us. Listen to these verses, John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Yet I have come to give you life. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Man, that's the choice. Which side are you gonna focus on? The scripture that says, I lay before you life and death. What do you choose in this moment? Psalms 37, seven says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes. Psalm 62, five says, yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Isaiah 32, 17 says, the fruit of righteousness will be peace. Its effect will be a quietness and confidence forever. See, every one of those moments, you have to make a choice. Do you get caught up in the noise and the hustle and the bustle and the things going on or are we gonna slow back down enough to say, God, I remember, I saw God today. I saw God today. I saw God move in that moment right there. And it may be as simple as this. It may be for the first time ever witnessing someone serving someone else. Because in that moment, you choose to see God. See, we remember the amazing God who's the creator of all things. But sometimes we get our focus on all the things we have to do. How many times have you said that, man, I've got so many things I have to do today. I've gotta do this today, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do this. And you forget to say, but I get to worship God during all of it. See, those are the things that we have to walk back down to. Ralph, Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, never lose an opportunity of seeing anything beautiful, for beauty is God's handwriting. Now you may say, oh, I've gotta go to the 
countryside to see that, or I've got to go to the ocean, or I've got to go to the mountains, or I've got to go to the, listen, you can see God's beauty in everything. Even burgundy chairs, you can see it there. It's a choice that we choose to make. See, this is how hard times we find in life because we, we get so busy. But the busyness of life can slow us down if we make the choice and say, God, I wanna see you in the busyness of life. I wanna make you important in this moment. You know, many times in life, people will use this response. They'll come up and they'll say something to somebody and say, hey man, how's life? How you doing? What's going on? Man, I'm busy. Man, I'm real busy. Man, let me tell you how busy I am. Oh, I am so busy on this. And all of a sudden we become this, it's almost like this busyness has owned something and it makes us more valuable. If you're busy, oh man, they must be good. Do you know how many times I hear that? But you know how many times I've ever gone off and been like, this guy over here, Philip, man, that dude is busy. That guy is busy. You know what I say? I go off and I say, man, Philip, that dude is funny. That dude is great. I love hanging out with him. I don't want to go off telling people how busy they are. I want to tell them how great they are. I want to tell them how much fun I have with them. See, those are the choices and the things that we choose to make. I love this. It's amazing how God works in our everyday life if we will simply slow down. This morning, I was listening to a podcast with my wife and I was just catching bits and pieces of it and I was getting ready to go. And this podcast was, on, was for leaders and talked about getting out of bad habits. One of the habits is using the word busy all the time. And he made this statement, I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the Lord. It said, busy for some reason makes us feel important. Busyness is not a measurement for how important you truly are. See, we can't let busyness become an idol in our life. If I'm busy, then I'm important. If I'm important, then I'm valued. If I'm valued, then people love me. Why don't we slow way back down and read the verse, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that whosoever shall believe in him shall have eternal life. Stop thinking everybody else is a whosoever and look in the mirror and realize, man, he loved me before I did anything. John 15, 16 says, I chose you before you chose me. That's the Lord. I chose you. Not for what you could do or what you've done. I chose you before you even knew what you could truly do. See, this is the choices that we choose to make. See, I, I really have thought through this in my life. Why do I refer to people? Why do I say that to people when people ask me, how are you doing? Well, I'm busy. I'm busy. Why? And I think as a child, we're taught this idea, this simple thing of busy work, busy work. If you do busy, if you're busy, then you're being productive. And if you're being productive, then you're being a benefit to the society. But that's not what God said. God said you're important and you're productive because of who you are. Simply, point, blank, done. See, we need to get back into reality of life and see that no matter what's going on in the moment, that we're, this is the exact moment that God created for us. No matter what's going on. Matthew 6, it's one of my favorite verses, I love it, it says this, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. 
See, a lot of times I used to look at that and think, okay, but seek his kingdom first. Okay, first, first, first. I'm thinking first in the morning. Okay, first in the morning. If I get up early in the morning, I'm gonna seek the Lord. It's gonna make my day great. And that is true. But it also means in every single moment that verse applies. But seek me first in this moment. And then the next moment, seek me first. I promise you this, if you will change your words from busy to blessed, you'll change your attitude. And you'll change the way that you handle the work that you have, that you've been blessed with. See, listen, we ask God to use us and God gives us an opportunity to be used. And then we step back from God going, God, why, did it, why is nobody else doing anything in here? Why am I the only one that ever has to? Why am I so busy? Why am I? And God's going, you're the light of the world. Remember, people are looking at you. They're seeing that you're doing all this. Remember, you're the light. I set that up so that you would have a voice to be able to not say that I'm busy, but I'm blessed. Man, I'm blessed to do that. Yep, I'll do that. I'll take it over. I'll do, yeah, absolutely. One of the things that the Lord has put on my heart that every single time that there's a situation that rises up in our work and people are nervous and worried and whatever, man, it's a, a big job. How are we gonna do this? Man, I always go back and I'm like, it's all right, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I promise, man, we'll get it done, no worries. Do you know what happens when I say something like that versus, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the worst thing in the world. We're all gonna die. It's gonna do this. It sends you down the wrong path. But when you come in and you say, oh man, God's got this. It's like, you're like, wait, oh yeah, huh, yeah. And it's like this tension just goes, Phew. And you're like, I don't know how he's gonna do it. Yeah, but we gotta know, why? God's got a plan. I'm just gonna trust him. It's all good. It's tomorrow. He said worry about today. That's tomorrow. We're gonna get what we, done, what we need to do today and God will lead us to what we got tomorrow. Let's get done today what we can. See, that's the idea that we have to choose to make. When we make that decision, it changes everything. And I love this statement out of uh, the Amplified Version, Matthew 6.33 says this. It says, but first and most importantly, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom. This, this morning I went... Uh, to, I had to go to the dentist's office and they poked and prodded and did all this random stuff. They were making sure, I've, I've gone through this whole deal of fixing up my mouth. I had infection, I had all these things that they told me how bad I was, but now I'm doing much better. Um, through a lot of work, they did a great job. But after I got done, I went and saw um, the office manager who is a friend of ours. And so I was talking with her and she was getting all stressed out. She was in her head. She was frustrated. She was getting a headache. She was going through all this stuff. And man, they're believers. They, they trust the Lord. They walk through all this stuff. And, and she was just telling me, I'm trying to figure out how to make this simple for the, this, this patient that we have to present this idea to. And I don't know how to do it. I'm trying to break it down, trying to mo find out what motivates them. And as she's sitting there stating it, I just kind of slightly slid it in there. And I said, have you prayed about it? Well, you know, I've got this and we've got this and we got this and we got that. And she just kind of went on and I said, you know, kind of slid it back in and I said, you know, it was amazing. I remember a time where I was dealing with kind of that same idea. I didn't know how to bless this person. I didn't know how to reach this person. But I knew God did because God created them. 
If God created them, then he would know what drives them. And if he knows what drives them, he can show it to me and then I can show it to them and they can be driven. And it worked great. And I kept stating this and it was like, oh yeah, yeah. And then finally, she slowed down enough that she told me about a God moment with her son this week. And I said, see, God was working on him when you've been praying about it, just like God can work on this situation that you're right here. And all of a sudden she goes, you're right, I need to pray about this. And I'm like, that's a great idea. You might try that. And I didn't want to take credit for it, but what I was trying to do is to remember that in the busyness, you can slow back down and apply this thought. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. See, his way. The attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you also. See, this scripture teaches us the right way to walk through the moment, not to allow the busyness to become an idol. See, if I feel like I'm busy, then I'm important. Again, we walk down that never-ending path. But the Lord says, whoa, just be still and know that I'm the Lord. But seek me first. See, as we walk through these moments and not allow the busyness of life to take over our world. The scripture helps us to know the steps to make everything centered on the Lord, but it's only, it's not only the first thing in the morning, it's the first thing in this moment. And then it's the first thing in the next moment. And it's the first thing in the next moment. And you don't have to make a big like show about it, like, oh, whoa, let me stop and let me pray. You might just be in the frustration of that moment, realizing how busy and frustrated you are to slow down enough and say, God, first of all, man, I'm sorry. Have a conversation. I messed up. I made this more about being busy instead of being blessed. Lord, I thank you for the blessings you give in my life. And work is one of those blessings. I thank you, Father, that you have encouraged my bosses to give this to me because they know that it's gonna be done and it's gonna be done right. I thank you that I'm blessed because of that. I thank you, Lord. I give this to you. Help me. Lead me and guide me through this moment. Like that, your whole attitude will change. Everything will walk and it will become different. See, when people ask you how your day's going, don't be quick to say busy. Say blessed. And you know what? If that's not a comfortable vocabulary for you, and I get it, I get it. I say my day's great. It's great. Even if it's the worst day in the world, you have not because you ask not. Whatever you seek, you shall find. My day's horrible. Guess what you're gonna find? A horrible day. Man, my day was the worst. I'm gonna have the worst day today. Yep. You're right. Slow back down and say, man, I'm blessed. Man, it's so good. I love serving the Lord. It is so good, man. I am great today. Yeah, but what about all this? Ah, it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be so much fun. Even if you fully don't believe it, you speak it and trust it. And the more you speak it, the more you trust it, the more you'll see it. Because the Lord says, whatever you ask, you shall receive. Whatever you seek, you shall find. Whatever door you knock on, it shall be opened. 
See, these are all practical understandings that God has for us. This is what it comes back down. We simply need to understand that it's not about being busy, but about being blessed. You and I have an opportunity to look at every single moment as a busy or blessed moment. But it really comes down to how we allow ourselves to see every moment. Don't get caught up in the traffic and the other things of life. See, our importance is in a reflection of what we do. But it's an opportunity of who we can impact. I promise you this, you change the way you view busyness, you'll have an opportunity to impact those employees, those friends, those coworkers, those bosses, those people in your life that you've been praying for. Luke 6, 43, and I'll begin to close with this thought. Get there real quick. It says this, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from bears. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. You see, from the words that come out of my mouth, they really start from the heart. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. If you want to set yourself up for success, make it a point to state what you're believing for, not what you're feeling. You may feel busy, you may feel rushed, you may feel frustrated. Speak that you're blessed. It's one of my favorite things pastor taught on years ago. After every statement you put on the end of it, and that's just the way I want it. I am blessed at work, and that is just the way I want it. Man, I hate going to work. It's the worst thing in the world, and that is just the way I want it. See, you have a choice on what you're gonna speak and what you're gonna believe for. The more you put this word into your life, the more you put things into your life to remind you about being blessed and not busy, the more blessed you're gonna truly see yourself every single day. One of the things I want you to do is to find something in your life. Find something to fill your heart. One of the things, and I've shared this before, I believe God has orchestrated something specific for every person in this life to remind you how good he truly is. I've talked about it in my life. There are a couple major things that I do. One is this, I know why I'm driven to do what I do because I have a drive to get people to the aha moment to where it clicks and people understand that is why I do what I do. I found that a long time ago and it drives me every single day and every single thing that I do. It's exactly why I do what I do. But the other things that God helped me to remind me is this, stars. Stars for me help me to remember how good God is. Man, I look at those stars and I think, if God couldn't create that, this little thing that I'm dealing with is not that big of a deal. I can focus on this or I can slow down and look up there and go, man, why am I worried? He said he'd take care of me. Takes care of all the lilies of the field. And he loves me more than he loves them. It's a choice that we choose to make. The other thing he is for me is for Christmas music. Not now, not until September. So we still got a few months before. (laughs) But it just helps to remind me because there's some good things in my life that bring me back to those moments. So find that thing that's in your life. 
whatever that may be. My wife used to write this, these words unto him right here. She said, if I ever got a tattoo, that's exactly what I would get. Is that written on there? On her Bible, it says unto him, unto him, because it helps to remind her it's unto him that we do all things. And those are the little things that you've got to find in your life. It might be a wristband from some concert you went to that reminds you of that. It might be a men of iron. We used to get those wristbands all the time. I used to wear those quite a bit. It might be something that you make as your ringtone to remind you how good God is. On my phone, it doesn't ring much. I usually have on vibrate, but my ringtone, when it does ring, it's the song, he'll do it again. Do it again. Because when I heard that song, I said, that's my anthem. He's done it before and he'll do it again. He's done it before and he'll do it again. See, that's what ties it to me. And so whatever it is that helps you to remember in those moments, latch onto that thing, grab onto it and hold on tight because God wants to make this a blessed moment, not a busy moment. Let's pray. If you would bow your heads and close your eyes. Father, I thank you so much for each and every heart and soul that's in this place, Father. I thank you that your word is true and it helped us to understand that the goodness of life is found simply in you. Not being busy, not being caught up in the other things of life, but simply being caught up in you. And so Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. I pray, Lord, that you would touch each and every one of these hearts in this place. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to them, help them to understand maybe a spot that they've missed it. And Lord, I pray that they would repent quickly and get quickly back on the right track and trust that this moment is a God moment. And so with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm gonna ask you to just ask yourself a simple question. God, what are you speaking to me in this moment? What in this message was meant for me? And then I want you to ask a question. If you know that it's because you've Focus too much on everything else. You've gotten caught up in the busyness that you've stopped even spending time with the Lord. That, that the relationship with God has kind of been severed. But I will tell you this, it's not too far and you've got, not gone too far to come back home. And so I never wanna leave an opportunity out on the table to say, well, we could have. If that's you in this place and you recognize one of two things that you've never accepted the Lord, you've never put him as Lord of your life, you realize tonight that even as we talked about the idol of busyness, that I truly don't have that full relationship with the Lord. This is your night. This is your night to go all in. Or if you've accepted the Lord, you've served him, but you've realized, man, I, I've gotten way off track. I wanna repent now and I wanna get back on track with the Lord. If you're in either one of those categories, I wanna pray with you. If you would, just lift your hand up and say, would you pray with me? I see those hands going up. Listen, this is between you and God just saying, I need that. I need to repent. I need to dedicate my life tonight to you. So as I look across this room one last time, man, there's hands up all over this place. If you feel that tug on your heart, just simply put your hand up and say, that's me. Please pray for me. Father, you see all these hands and all these hearts. Lord, I pray that you would just bless them, lead them, and guide them. I thank you, Lord, that your word, let it become true. Let it become what they desire more than anything in their life. Lord, that they search after that. They seek diligently after your word. And they hold on tight. And so, Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. 
For those of you that raise your hand, would you pray this prayer? Repeat it loud enough you can hear it with your own ears. And those of you that did, would you pray this encouragement of these others? Would you say, Father, I choose tonight to put you Lord of my life. I am no longer gonna allow idols to take your place. Lord, I choose you just as you chose me. I thank you, Father, that I'm a new creation and I am blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. One of the things I just highly wanna encourage you before we get going out is this, is I wanna tell you simply, there is nothing special about Pastor Stormy. Well, he's pretty special, but you know what I'm saying. There is nothing that is unique that sets us apart, any speaker or anything like that, that cannot, that, that it's not attainable for you. What I'm stating is this. You ask Pastor the, the, the main things that he's learned in his life, all come from the word of God. I am telling you this, to change your world, this has to become important. It has to become important. Don't sit back and say, well, I wish I could be like that or I wish I had a relationship like that. Well, I wish I had, tonight is your night. It's the old statement. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. Let this be your right now as you start now with this relationship with the Lord and watch what God does. Thank you guys. Thank you once again for joining us on this podcast. To check out more services from Faith Church, you can find our live broadcast on YouTube or check out our website at faithchurchlubbock.com for more information on upcoming events, how to give, and how you can get involved.